Welcome to this message from Alpha and Omega Ministries International. We value the Word of God as an instrument of growth in our lives, using it to mend our ways, align our thinking, and ultimately bring restoration. We trust that you will be blessed and encouraged by what we have to share. As you all know, we are on the subject of the goodness of God. We've been talking about the goodness of God and taken from Exodus chapter 33, where Moses on the top of the mountain cries out to God, overwhelmed by the presence of God, Lord, show me your glory. And the Lord said to him, I will make all of my goodness pass before you and declare the name of the Lord. We've already covered that the glory of God is the manifested goodness of God. In the mind of God, the glory of God and the goodness of God are one and the same. So when we speak about the glory of God, we are speaking about the goodness of the Lord, the power of God, and his manifest presence. We've also seen from our previous studies that the Lord in his kindness and goodness, he has laid up great goodness for those who fear him. Let me read to you once again, Psalms 31 and verse 19. We've looked at this verse of scripture several times, but it bears repetition. The psalmist said, how great is your goodness, which you have laid up for those who fear you, which you have prepared for those who trust in you in the presence of the sons of men. The word of God declares that God has reserved great goodness for those who fear his name and walk in his ways. 1 Corinthians chapter 2 verse 9 confirms that. The Apostle Paul, writing by the inspiration of the Holy Spirit, said, I has not seen, nor ear has heard, nor has entered into the heart of man the things which God has prepared for those who love him. That tells us that our natural senses cannot see cannot perceive these wonderful goodness, these things which God has already prepared for us. It's important for you and I to know that whatever we will need in this life, God has already made provision. God has already given it to us and it is prepared for us. We don't have to beg God to give us because the Bible says that God has already given. Romans chapter 8 says that he who spared not his own son, but delivered him up for us all, how shall he not with him freely give us all things? God has already given. And Ephesians chapter 1 tells us that God has already blessed us with every spiritual blessing in heavenly places. From God's point of view, 
these things were already done. God has already given. He has nothing more to give to us. He has given us everything in His Son. Philippians chapter 4 verse 19 also confirms that. Paul said, My God shall supply all your need according to His riches in glory by Christ Jesus. The phrase riches in glory speaks of a vast abundant supply that God has reserved for those who love Him. And we've also spoken about and taught that the way to receive and experience all of these goodness that is laid up for us is through faith and by faith. That is why the scripture says that we walk by faith and not by sight. We need to understand this truth, that we are not just natural beings, but we are spiritual beings first and foremost. We have a soul and we live in this physical body and in this physical world. In truth, you are not just a natural being, you are a supernatural being living in a supernatural spiritual world and at the same time living in this physical body and in this natural world. We need to understand, if we're going to grasp the subject of faith, that there is another world, the world of the spirit, that cannot be perceived by our five natural physical senses. I believe that the Lord created us with the sixth sense as well. When Adam and Eve were walking in the, in the garden in the cool of the day, they had communion with God because their spirit beings were so alive and connected to God. When they sinned, they died. They died spiritually not immediately physically, but their spirits shut down. So they only had the five physical senses to navigate themselves in this natural world. When we get born again, our spirit becomes a brand new man. God has imparted into your spirit already everything that you will ever need or require to fulfill God's calling on your life. And fulfill your destiny. The psalmist said in um, Psalm 27 verse 13, I would have lost heart, he said, unless I had believed that I would see the goodness of the Lord in the land of the living. The goodness of God, which is reserved for us and laid up for us in Christ Jesus, will be demonstrated into this physical, natural world through the avenue of faith. Believing. That is the key word. Believing. Jesus said to Martha in John's Gospel, chapter 11 and verse 40, Did I not say to you that if you would believe, you would see the glory of God? So the condition in seeing the manifested goodness and power of God working in our lives and in the lives of our loved ones, is believing. That is the key. That is the master key that unlocks 
every room in God's storehouse. It is by faith and it is through faith. We said last week that faith is the invisible hand, our invisible hand that reaches into the spiritual invisible world, takes hold of what belongs to you, what has already been given to you and I, and drags it and brings it into this physical, natural world where our physical senses can see it, can touch it, smell it, and taste it. And that is the wonderful thing about faith. That is why I believe that we need to study the subject of faith. I believe God has given me an instruction at the beginning of the year that I am to instruct or teach His people how to believe God, how to exercise our faith in order to bring to pass or into this natural world the things that already been given to us in the realm of the Spirit. Just because you can't see it, it does not mean it does not exist. God has blessed us with divine health and healing. The Bible says, by His stripes ye were healed. God has blessed us with divine prosperity. The Lord says in His Word, in 1 Corinthians, I think, chapter 9, says that He was made poor, that we through His poverty might become rich. God has blessed you with every spiritual blessing in heavenly places. It belongs to you and I. But the condition is faith, believing. Jesus, over and over again, he said to those who received the manifestation of the goodness of God in their bodies that your faith has made you well. In other words, their faith became the catalyst that released the miracles that God already was already gave them from the from the spiritual into the natural world so they could feel and they could see the goodness of God. And that is our slogan this year. Lord, show me your glory that I may demonstrate your goodness to the world that I live in. It's important to understand how faith works. Jesus said in Mark 11 and verse 24, this is a very important scripture concerning the subject of faith. Jesus is teaching his disciples how faith works. And in verse 23, Mark 11:23 says to them, For assuredly I say to you, whoever says to this mountain, be removed and be cast into the sea, and does not doubt in his heart, but believes that those things he says will be done, he will have whatever he says. Now, the Greek translation, verse 23 says, have the God kind of faith, of have the faith of God. When you were born again, the Lord deposited within your recreated human spirit the measure of faith. For by faith, for by grace are you saved through faith, and that not of yourselves, it is the gift of God. The faith is the gift of God. When you heard the word of God, faith came into your spirit. When Jesus entered your spirit, 
by his spirit, faith was there. We have the faith of God. What we need to do is to exercise it, to trust God, to believe his word. In verse 24, Jesus said, Therefore I say to you, whatever things you ask when you pray, believe that you receive them and you will have them. Notice what Jesus said. In order for you to have the demonstration of the goodness of God in your life, you need to believe you receive when you pray, and then you will have them. You believe you receive the moment you ask, not when you see the manifestation, but when you pray. If you believe you receive and you hold on to that faith, believing that you receive the very things that you desired from God, declaring the goodness of God, declaring you receive when you pray, then you shall have them. Shall have them comes afterwards. And this is where most believers stumble. This is one of the most difficult subjects to teach because most believers fail to grasp the meaning of faith, the substance of faith. Why? Because we would not believe anything that we don't see or feel or our natural senses tell us. In other words, most of the time we are trapped into this world of the senses. We believe more on our senses rather than the word of God. We put more value on what we feel and what we see rather than what God said in his word. And unless that changes in our way of thinking and our mind is renewed with the word of God, we will always be trapped by our five physical senses, not accepting or believing anything that we cannot see with our physical eyes or feel with our physical senses. We've got to break loose from these five, from the domain of the five physical senses and with the eyes of faith, begin to see the answer to your prayer. See with the eyes of your heart, not your physical eyes. We need to see ourselves with the very things that we desired and prayed for. They're yours. You have them. The moment you ask God, God released them. What we need to do is to believe we receive, then we shall have them. When it comes to the subject of faith, Paul the Apostle said in 2 Corinthians chapter 4, verse 18, I want you to mark that verse down and have a look at it from your own Bible. Study it, meditate on it. This is what he said. While we do not look at the things which are seen, but at the things which are not seen. For the things which are seen are temporary, but the things which are not seen are eternal. Let me ask you a question. How do you look at things which are not seen? It says, we do not look at the things which are seen, but at the things which are not seen. How do you see things? How do you look at things that are not seen? 
A simple answer to that is with the eyes of faith, with the eyes of your spirit, the eyes of your heart. And that is what Paul is praying for the church in Ephesus. The book of Ephesians is the revelation of what God has done for us, what God has given to us, who we are in Christ Jesus, and what God has achieved for us through the sacrifice of Jesus. And notice that Paul prays that the eyes of our mind, the eyes of our understanding may be opened so that we may understand and realize what has already been given to us and what already belongs to us because we are in Christ Jesus. So if you want to walk by faith, because we live in that realm, the Bible says that we live in the Spirit. We are living in a supernatural realm. And what we need to do is learn to walk in that realm, function in that realm, speak in that realm. And think according to that realm, the realm of the Spirit. Remember this, that the world of the Spirit is the parent of this world, this natural physical world. Everything that you see, everything that you touch, everything that you can feel or perceive with your five physical senses was created by the Spirit. God spoke words. And when those words were released, the Spirit went to work and created this physical material world. So the parent is much more real than the creation. So the realm of, we need to become spirit conscience rather than so body conscience. And that is what Paul calls a carnal Christian. A carnal Christian is a one who is governed by his five physical senses. Let me give you an example. The Word of God says in 1 Peter 2.24, By his stripes ye were healed. The word were is past tense. When did God heal you? When did God save you? When Jesus died and rose again. Over 2,000 years ago, God provided for your health and healing, for your salvation. Salvation did not come when you received Jesus. It was already bought and paid for over 2,000 years ago. So if we were healed by the stripes of Jesus, according to the Word of God, not according to our physical senses, we are healed. You go to the doctor, he examines you and he says, well, that doesn't look so good. You have um, diabetes or you have um, a disease that, that, that deteriorates your bones or you have cancer. What happens then? Most of us would take the word of the doctor and put more value on the word of the doctor rather than the word of God. This world has trained us to such an extent and brainwashed us to put so much faith in man's words rather than in God's word. We're going to have to change that if we desire to see the manifestation of God's glory and goodness, we're going to have to change the way we think.
We're going to have to dive into the Word of God and stay in the Word and in God's promise until God's Word becomes more real, more tangible to us than what we see or feel in the natural world. Unless we override the flesh, we will continue to be subject to the, to the desires and to the lusts of the flesh. The Apostle Paul said that I keep under my body and bring it into subjection. Thank God for our physical senses. Without them, we cannot live in this world. But any time your physical senses tells you something that is contrary to the truth of God's word, you and I have a choice which to believe, to believe what you feel or to believe what God said in his word. And in order for our spirits to become strong and to get to a level of faith where we believe the word of God more than we believe our senses, we need to study diligently the word of God. It is through the word that our faith becomes strong. Faith comes by hearing and hearing by the word of God. That is why many, many believers fail to receive the answers to their prayers because they don't believe they received when they prayed. They can only believe that when they see it. But you will never see it unless you believe it first. That is what Jesus said to Thomas. Thomas, you believe because you've seen me. But blessed, blessed are those who have not seen yet believed. Why would I believe for something that I already see? I don't have to exercise any faith. I can see it. I can feel it. I can taste it. I don't need faith for that. Faith always functions in the invisible spiritual realm. Faith is given to us to believe things that we cannot perceive through our physical senses. I need to believe first before I see it. But that's not how it works. With most of us, we can only believe what we see. That has to change. Hello, are you with me? We got to stand on God's word and put his word far above all else above the word of a doctor, the lawyer, your best friend, no matter who says what, if it does not agree with God has already said in his word, then reject it. Go with God. And that's not easy. Because this world system functions on a negative, fearful domain. There is fear. There is anxiety. There is, there is always negativity. That's why when you turn on the television, you never hear anything that God does in this world. Yet God is at work in a mighty way in our generation all over the world. Tremendous things are taking place. The power of God is released in many nations. Many are being born again. Many are healed. Many are delivered from oppression. The demoniacs are being set free. But you will never hear that on the news. Why? Because they trained as scavengers to find the worst and to communicate it to you and I. And we've we got to learn to shut our ears and our eyes 
to all that unbelief that is coming toward us. Our eyes and our ears are the gates to our heart. You got to protect what you see and what you hear. Because the more you focus on the negative, that negative, that unbelief will begin to stagnate and short-circuit your faith. Stay in the Word of God. That is why the Word says, looking unto Jesus. How do we look unto Jesus? With the eyes of faith. We look unto the Word. We see what the Word says. We read what the Word says. We hear what the Word says. For He is the author and the finisher of our faith. I pray that God will teach each and every one of us how to function in the supernatural realm because that realm is unlimited. There is abundance in that realm, the spiritual realm, where you are seated with Christ in heavenly places. So I want to challenge you today. What are you believing God for? Where are you exercising your faith? Your faith is just like your muscles. If you don't train them, if you don't exercise, if you sit uh, and, and in bed for too long because you're unable to get up, your body will grow weak, your muscles will deteriorate. The same it is with our faith. And you know, one of the reasons we fail to exercise our faith, and this is very important, it's because the world system has given us so many substitutes that seem easier to do rather than to go God's way. This world system has, has alternatives. How can I put it that way? Let me give you an example. You, 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 you need finances. You, you're running short of money and you can't make it. Where do you go? Who is the first person you go to when you are in trouble financially? Most of us, even believers, the first thing that comes to mind is borrow. Go to the bank. There is a way to do it. And they make it very easy for you. Almost every week I get text messages how I qualify for so much. Loan. Just click the button and we will call you back and they will give it to you. So why do we have to use our faith if, if, we can, if the bank can supply that need? Hello? Are you with me? So in order for our faith to grow, we have to use and exercise our faith on purpose. We need to make a quality decision that we will run to no one else but God alone. The psalmist said, you alone, O Lord, are my rock. You alone are my strength. You alone are my refuge. The more you run to God, the more you exercise your faith, the more your faith grows and develops, and you're able to do great and mighty things which you were not able to do prior to exercising your faith. Amen? Another example. You have a symptom in your body. And you think, oh, there's something wrong with me. Maybe I'm getting a... Where do you run first? The first thing we do, most of us, and I'm speaking to myself as well. We make an appointment, pick up the phone, we make an appointment with the doctor. 
But if we continue to do that, your faith will never develop. Faith will develop when we have no other no other person, no other means to run to but God. In John chapter 6, Jesus began to teach about his crucifixion and about the things that he would suffer. And he said, unless you eat the flesh of the Son of Man and drink his blood, you have no life in you. And many misunderstood him. He wasn't speaking, uh, uh, you know, physical things, natural he was speaking figuratively. He says, the words that I speak to you, they are spirit and life. Most have misunderstood what he was teaching. And the Bible says that many of his disciples walked with him no longer. They left him. The twelve remained and Jesus turned to them and said, do you also want to go away? And Peter responded saying, to whom shall we go, Lord? You have the words of eternal life. What Peter was saying, Lord, we have nowhere else to go. We burned all of our bridges behind. There's nothing back to go to. The word of God says when we put our hands to the plow, we must not look back. Look forward. He says we burned our bridges. We have nowhere else to go. They, they, they gave up the, the fishing business. They left everything and they followed the Lord. And our faith will grow and develop by leaps and bounds when we make the decision to burn all of our bridges and say, Lord, you are my financier. You are my healer. You are my protector. I will run to you and to no one else. Not that, not that we are sinning when we borrow money. Not that we are sinning when we go to the doctor. Thank God for doctors. Almost every believer would have died if it were not for doctors. But there must come a time in our lives where we begin and we start exercising our faith in the Word of God, in the goodness of God. The psalmist said, and I repeat, I would have lost heart. I would have drowned. I would have fainted. I would have been depressed. I would have been oppressed. I would have been bound unless I had believed that I would see the goodness of the Lord. Get up every morning believing. Believing that God would manifest His goodness in your life. Believing that God will show you His kindness and His goodness because you trust Him, you believe in Him, and you expect His goodness to be demonstrated in your life. Start with the little things. Start exercising your faith, believing you receive when you pray, and thank God that you have what you've asked for. And remain in faith. When everything else comes against you because the devil will test you and he will come against you in order to take that word out of your heart. Remain steadfast. Remain strong. Peter says that is how we resist the devil. He says as a roaring lion walketh about seeking whom he may devour. Resist him. How? By being steadfast in the faith. Do not throw away your confidence. Even if you are surrounded with contradictory circumstances, believe. Look at those things which are not seen with the eyes of your heart. See yourself blessed. 
See yourself empowered. See yourself as a person of great authority because Jesus has given you his name, his word, and his spirit. Imagine the very power of God that raised Jesus from the dead dwells within our spirits. The word of God says, as he is, that is Jesus, so are we in this world. So I want to encourage you. Stay in the word. Take the scriptures that I've given you today. Meditate on them. You need healing. Go to the healing scriptures. Study them. Read them. And stay with them until the word stays in your heart. And your mind is renewed with what God said not with what man says. Unless the mind is renewed, always the unrenewed mind, siding with our five physical senses, will captivate our spirits and will lock it in prison. And many of us, in our spirits, we are imprisoned. We are confined. We are limited by our limited thinking and our negative talking. When the mind is renewed with the Word of God, you begin to talk faith. You begin to live and act by the Word of God. And you allow the Word to become the controlling and the governing factor in your life rather than your five physical senses. That's faith. And if we want to please God, the Word says, without faith, it is impossible to please him. Believe. Believe what? In the goodness of God. Believe what his word says. Believe you blessed. Don't cry out, oh, bless me, O oh Lord. He's already done that. Believe that you are blessed. Believe that you are empowered. Believe that God loves you. Because the love of God is the foundation of our faith. The goodness and the kindness of God is the foundation upon which our faith operates. Amen? Praise the Lord. Let's pray, and we will dedicate the rest of our time together, just maybe sharing and communicating and prayer requests, and I have a few things that I want to mention to you. Let's pray. Heavenly Father, thank you for your precious word. Father, forgive our unbelief. Help us to believe, to exercise our faith in the things that you have spoken, in the goodness of God. For we desire and we hunger to see the demonstration of your power in our own lives. You promised signs and wonders and marvels to all those who believe. And we are believers, Lord. Teach us how to exercise our faith in the goodness of God. Teach us how to function in the realm of the Spirit, in that supernatural realm, and draw strength and provision and healings and deliverance and miracles out of that realm into this natural physical world where people are hurting, where people are sick, where they are captive, oppressed, and to bring this deliverance, this goodness of God in their very lives so that they can see that God is good and His mercies endure forever. We give you praise and thanks 
in Jesus' precious and wonderful name. And everybody said, Amen. Thank you for listening to this message. For additional resources or more information about this ministry, come and visit us at alphaomegaint.org.za.